Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The passion for the world's beautiful game has never been stronger. And now there is one place to get all your insight, analysis, and hot topic discussion. Especially if you're a fan of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy, or their heated rival, LAFC. It's time to roll out the ball and kick things off here on the Believe Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, former MLS goalkeeper Dan Kennedy and soccer broadcast veteran Mark Rogandino. And welcome back to week 19 of uh, the Believe Sports Podcast Network with Mr. Mark Rogandino himself. Woo, this, is, woo, this, woo, is, woo. this is Dan Kennedy changing it up a little bit this week. Uh, Rogues is um, having an absolute laugh going to band <laughs> so he is literally at the sfo airport doing us a solid and jumping on this pod because we had a big game last night lafc uh let one slip away against the timbers in open cup play lost one nothing um and exciting weekend coming up uh as we approach uh, week 20 where uh, the, the two teams finally get to uh match up nonetheless rogues uh w- welcome in how you doing buddy Hey, Danny boy, listen, man, I, I, first things first, uh, you took the family out to the ATL, spent some time with the family, <laughs> and, right. you know, made an appearance on FS1 with a, by the way, a, a big, goal big busting fox, bar, big, bar, big fox, big fox. Oh, excuse me. My bad. Big fox. And, uh, so, yeah. So I thought, you know, Hey, I should probably get a trip on the book. So we got 16 boys heading up to banded oh, dudes oh, oh. to do a little damage. You, you, uh, hold on, hold on. Let me check my cell phone. No, uh-uh. Wait, let me check my email. No, I don't it's see the, I mean, what, I, what do I, I need to do to crack into this code? I, I sent you the email, but, you know, it's probably still lost in cyberspace. So <laughs> I'm hanging here with I'm hanging here with the bro boys. I got my boy Jared here, oh, B. Baker. Oh, we're just uh, we're just about to have uh, beverage number one here as we're sitting in SFO before we board that flight uh-huh. to, uh, to Coos Bay, 25 minutes from the Bandon. I, I, I'm a little disappointed. You're, it's only beverage number one. I mean, it is <laughs> it is uh, ten oh eight on Thursday morning here. I take my time on the Believe Sports Podcast Network very seriously. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? Well, buddy, how how do you want to take this? Where where are we going? Should we hit LAFC first and the uh, disappointment with um, their Open Cup loss last night? I tell you what, let's start with the good. Let's start with the good and uh, LAFC's two flashings last week. The 5-1 win in Kansas City, where they absolutely put Crazy. it on sporting. Crazy. And then uh, come back home four nights later and just erupt again for six goals this time to beat Vancouver. I mean, come on. 11 goals in two games in the span yeah. of four days. Yeah, let's talk about that. And and so we last week we're, we were on the we, – we had the podcast on the day of the Kansas City game, and I thought Kansas City – I thought this was a trap game. Um, I thought Kansas City would just kind of have nothing nothing to lose and – and show up and really compete and um well they were dismantled and dismantled easily um kansas city have some issues for sure but it, it shouldn't be uh it should be a credit to this lfc team and they had head back home and uh you remember they went up to vancouver that was their first loss right one nothing against a poor vancouver team Correct, correct. And and by the way, uh, hence your pick that Sporting Kansas City would win the game two to one. And I said I said LAFC would win the game two to one. Uh, we were both off by, by, by a total of what uh let's see, three goals. 
three yeah. three goals, but um, I think I had the right team coming out on the right side. I, I don't know what's wrong with Sporting Kansas City, but I'll tell you what, that's how I expect LAFC to look uh, when they are you know, pumping on all five cylinders. Right. Man, do they look good. Five different goal scorers on the night, by the way, too. Well, and that's uh, Car- Carlos Vela's gotten so much attention because of his form and, and production. Um, but now this is, you know, teams hone in. It's like he's, he's going to become man-marked, um, and it's going to be really important for the Rossies, the Blessings, and then whoever's starting um, at, the, at the number nine role to, to be able to convert. But um, the, the one player that continues to uh, impress me is Mark Anthony K. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, I think uh, I think uh, as weird as it sounds, a little time away with Team Canada as part of their Gold Cup, which, by the way, they played him out of position. I don't know how, as a guy who's an all-star in Major League Soccer, you play him as a left back for the majority of his right. minutes uh, with Team Canada. But nonetheless, I think he was so refreshed to then come back and get back into his normal role as that kind of holding number six every now and then push into a number eight role. Um, and I think I think that he was just lit up with confidence the fact that he was coming back into the fold with his team and of course the hottest team in major league soccer i mean it's all going right i will say this he did have a couple of bad touches in the open cup loss last night but yeah. but you know that happens that happens to anybody right um and, well and, the, and the, he's had a he's had a busy busy month this isn't to to let him off the hook but he's had a busy month hey dk um, did you did you did you see the uh, cutaway shot of benny phil Haber over there on the sporting kansas city bench like toward the end of the second half it was no. just it was it was so classic with oh well it's just like you could see on his face he was like oh my god I can't believe we're getting pounded five to one at home but on top of it I can't believe it's my team that I played for right that's, that's handing it out right now right well and it was you know I think the my understanding of the transaction was hey you can go get a better contract in Colorado if you want to leave you're not in our long term plans but you could stay if you want to for one more year and yeah and, we knew. We know it's a we know it's a business, but I, I I would say I thought Benny played back at an all star caliber level with LAFC oh, yeah. a year a oh, year big ago. Time. Big but time. I think with with the emergence of K coming back from injury, Atuesta right. and the way that those two have connected, and then you, you figured you're probably going to fill in Lewin, Latif, Latif Blessing. There just was no room for him. Right. This this is actually uh, one of the saltiest moments of of my career came at the end when. Um, I had left. I had made the decision to leave Dallas. I, I could have stayed there, and I left because I wanted to come play for the Galaxy. And, and LA, my, I mean, LA, LA needed a keeper. The Galaxy right, needed a keeper. Right. And I, I ripped my adductor in the first kick of the first game, and I, I never really saw. I never really saw the field again. That season, uh, FC Dallas lifted the supporter shield at the at the StubHub Center against LA Galaxy, and I was on the oh. bench just watching it. It hurt, dude. Did, it hurt. Did they did they say at that time? Listen, we'll, we'll keep you here in Dallas if you want, yeah. but we're yeah. not gonna no, pay, Oscar, we're not gonna pay you your number. Uh, no, 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 no. There was not a cap issue. It was Oscar was like, um, we did a handshake deal on me going to L.A. or not going anywhere else. So I was gonna, I was happy to stay if he couldn't sort out the L.A. move, and he was happy to keep me because his, he didn't have a cap issue because Jesse Gonzalez. And uh, Chris uh, Seitz were both on on normal backup contracts. Yeah, Jesse Gonzalez was probably just you know, like a teenager, 19 years, 19 years old. Or yeah, that, like that. That, that that next season, Seitz played the whole season. Yeah, yeah. Um, so LAFC with two big MLS wins, they continue uh, far and away to be the best team in Major League Soccer. And by the way, I don't know if you saw the note 
um, they set a new mark for number of games to hit the 100-point mark yeah. in the first two seasons of uh, playing in Major League Soccer. So, not, uh, you know, a small feather in the cap, not a big deal, but but it kind of tells you where they're trending over now a year and a half of playing in Major League Soccer. Yeah, no, and, and this is on par with how I see this team. I mean, I just think they're the... Atlanta set has set the mark because they went out and won a championship, right? But LAFC out of the gate have been more consistent. Um, and today in the league, when you look around, uh, they'll be disappointed if they don't find themselves in an MLS Cup final and a, with a supporter shield in their back pocket come uh, December. What are, what about Carlos Vela, man? I mean, the, the, he, the guy doesn't score in the Colorado game and then he turns back around and he just continues to put his name on the scoring sheet in major league soccer alone. I believe it's 19 goals in 19 games. And, and it's only, so it's going to get harder for him. You know, teams are going to man mark him, but to, to the point of the Kansas city game, if he scores one goal, he's done his, he's, he's done more than his job because he gets so much attention. Now the opportunities for the other guys are going to open up. So it's uh, th- there's enough quality in the side where it's not just uh, stop Carlos Vela and you'll be okay. Uh, I think I've mentioned it before. Last thing here on, on uh, LAFC before we move on to the Galaxy. I think I've mentioned it here before. We talked about uh, the player from El Salvador, Fito Zelaya. Uh, yeah. he, gets his, he gets his first goal. It's the fifth and final. Actually, no, it was the fourth goal on the night in the 5-1 win against Sporting Kansas City. But I just wonder how this guy is going to fit into that rotation at number nine with the Dama right. Diamande, Christian Ramirez. Um, he, well, you, I, 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 to me, to me, you think one of them, Diamande or Ramirez, may be on the way out. Yeah, yeah. That, well, there's also, and there's also, I, I've heard some rumblings actually in the last week or so. I don't know how true they are, but I've heard some rumblings that there's some teams over the, overseas that are actually sniffing around at a possible Diego Rossi transaction uh yeah that wouldn't surprise me either yeah he's he's so young and he's had such great success here that's uh, that wouldn't surprise me at all yeah 10 goals five assists now for rossi on the season uh the young uruguayan has been uh in his sophomore season he's been everything he was in his first year in major league soccer right, let's go over to the galaxy we both picked them to bounce back uh and get a win following that loss to san jose uh three nothing up there at stanford stadium and they did and they did uh zlatan responsible for both of the goals it seems that, and we've discussed it here on, on Believe Sports Podcast Network, if Slotan is in form, if Slotan is making an impact on games, it usually ends up in points and wins for LA, LA Galaxy. Yeah, and this is, but this is exactly the point I just made about Carlos Vela and, and LAFC. If you stop Ibra, you, you can jam up the Galaxy. That's the biggest problem the Galaxy have right now. Um, and so you can stop them two ways. It, it, typically, it doesn't, you can't stop them. Um, in a in a one v one matchup, but you can either control the game in possession, and that that hurts the galaxy, or you can deny the service to Ibra. And what I've seen, if I was playing against the galaxy, I would just jam up the wide spaces so you can't serve hot balls in the box, and try to make them beat you up the middle of the field. Um, and so, but Ibra is of such class, he's going to have games where he can, against Toronto FC, dunk two goals and they win two nothing. But the, we just, the consistency isn't there. If you go back, so before Toronto, they played their earthquakes, they lost three nothing. Prior to that, big win, FC Cincinnati, who sucked two nothing. Then they lost, <laughs> then they lost to yours truly, the Portland Timbers, four nothing. Yeah, well, then the last MLS game before that was uh, New England Revolution loss 2-1. So it's just it, it's it's 
they're in a good position because of the points that they've captured early on the season, but they just haven't found consistency yet. And especially at the defensive end, right? Right. Right. And it's tricky because I, I, I think that they're hands down, they're, they're far better than they've been in the past two or three seasons. And they, they should be a playoff team when I start to look around and say, okay, Kansas City's really not going to make the, they're not going to make this run. I would be really surprised if they pulled a Seattle and, and just got hot, start crushing it. Yeah, I so agree with you. I think that window is just closing too yeah. fast. They've yeah. dug themselves too deep of a hole from all the way at the bottom of the Western Conference table now. I mean, even if the, I mean they would have to run off an unprecedented run, a la Seattle, uh, right. a couple of year, a couple of years ago. Um, by the way, our two wild card picks did not come in so rosy. Uh, yeah. Every time I pick, the only <laughs> what the FC Cincinnati has four wins on the season. I think I've picked them four times, and they've won all four times. Oh, I think they're listening. I think they're listening to the uh, Belief Sports Podcast <laughs> Network, LAFC versus LA Galaxy. And they go, "Oh, Kennedy! Oh, Kennedy picked against us again. Ah, oh, here we go. Let's rev up the engine. Forget about it. Dynamo going down three to two. But and I should have known because Dynamo's Dynamo has like the worst road record in the league over the past uh, two and a half seasons since Cabrera got there. We'll we'll talk more about Houston in a minute as they're going to match up uh, later on at the end of this week with LAFC uh, down in Houston. By the way, my pick was Philly. Uh, in that member of that weird home and home MLS scheduling in the midweek, of course, Philadelphia takes down Orlando. Right. Uh, there was a red card in that game and, and Orlando never really recovered. It was one, one early, but Philadelphia wins that game. And then of course they go for the rematch on the weekend and it ends up a two, two draw. Um, so I did not pick up a point there either. I picked up three of a possible four points in terms of picking the scores and not Kennedy, bad picked up the, Kennedy picked up two of a possible four points. None of us got any scores. But exactly the, the, the problem here is that you continue to uh, widen the gap, and we're going to be at Javier's in October, and it's going to hurt. Oh, uh, can't wait, buddy. Can't <laughs> wait. Can't, it's all part of the fun we have here uh, each week on the Blue Sports Podcast Network. So then as we look ahead, DK, uh, both teams will be playing on a Friday night. And um, let's, start with the, let's start with the LA Galaxy, an opportunity for a little bounce back in terms of losing to the Quakes. Uh, what about almost two weeks ago up at Stanford Stadium, and now they get a chance to host them at Dignity Health Sports Park. And I think I think I think the Galaxy are finding that home form. So I, I think it is going to be uh, a tougher matchup. And I always feel like I don't know what you felt like as a player. I always just feel like it's tougher to see a team a second time in a yeah, short time I, span. I, yeah, I agree. Um, I'm I'm going to I mean out of the gate here, my, my thoughts are that the Galaxy bounce and in our, in our 2-1 victors over the San, San Jose Earthquakes. I'm actually going to go to the game um, as a fan and, and enjoy myself um, and enjoy the match. This, something's cooking with this San Jose team, though, isn't it? And I had I, I talked I didn't talk to to Wondolowski, but I talked to his agent um, just catching up over the over the week and um, talking. He was just talking about how Wando's pretty excited to stay there and retire there and i think if if this season would have gone the like the past two that may have been a different story because you have to remember one is a free agent at the end of this year so he, yeah. he could have been out there for the taking um but yeah they, they're uh they're drinking the kool-aid and they're a complicated team to play because they're not all that great but they have a disruptive uh system that they've bought into and i mean like the red bulls over the weekend in, in atlanta they're just hard to play against, man. Um, well, but well, and I, th- I, th- I think that, I think that uh, when you say they're drinking the Kool-Aid, I agree. I think now all of a sudden, because of the results, right, they're buying into what how Matias Almeida right. wants them to play, right? They play like almost a man-to-man defense right. where it's about winning your individual battles for the better of the whole. 
Right. Well, and I love, I mean, listen, this is what we did in college at UCSB. It was like, okay, we're going to be, we're going to be more fit than the opposing team and we're going to bust our butts and we all know exactly what we're trying to do. And it's just turn the ball over and get it in the box. And um, when you're not, when you don't have like tremendous quality in your side, this is the best system to play. All right. So you're throwing out a two, one win for the LA galaxy. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to take it at you actually. Oh gosh, it's tough. I have the I have the freedom here to, to, to make a couple of hiccups in my picks, but I'm calling me out, man. I'm gonna call I'm gonna call this one a draw. I'm gonna say it's the two two draw. I see some okay. goals in this one, and um, we know both teams can score, but I also think that uh, there could be some some hiccups defensively. Um, I do wanna I do wanna circle back around though and comment on Wando. Doesn't a little bit of knowing that you have some front office experience. Doesn't a little bit of pressure then fall on the Quakes? to make him the appropriate offer, right? Because you, you're not yeah. offering him. You're not offering him as like, hey, he's our DP. You're offering because he's a legend for the Quakes. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, in my mind, you give him a transitional contract. So you tie him up right now so you don't have to worry about free agency and the leverage that he may have if he scores 10 goals over the next uh, uh, 15 weeks. Um and you give him an option, uh, like you guarantee him a two-year deal, and the second year is like a, a, a coach-player role, because he's getting older. I mean, even though no, his, for sure. game, his game hasn't hasn't changed, and then maybe he could do a coach transitional role for a year or two. I mean, Pat Noonan did that with the right. Galaxy. Greg Berhalter did that, I think, with the Galaxy. Um, I feel, so like, I feel like Steve Ralston. Steve Ralston was that kind of guy right. too, at the very right. very end of his career. But right. the question is, is you know, as those guys get older, a la Pat Noonan. He accepted a role, whether it was with the Sounders, uh, with the LA Galaxy. He accepted a role of coming off the bench to right. to, to, right. to help his team, right? And not even not even playing sometimes, right? He was in the 18, but you know he he would come off the bench 70th minute, play 20 minutes, and he you know be instrumental in getting a quality 20 minutes and, and maybe helping his team get a result. Right. All right, so we uh, we flip over to LAFC uh, as uh, they've been able to put up the wins, obviously in Major League Soccer. Um, I guess real quickly, you probably should go through uh, last night as they get bounced out of the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, Dan, if we can get LAFC and the Portland Timbers to meet in the MLS Cup playoffs, I know. I know. It's, it's going to be the hottest must-watch TV you could ever see. I don't know if you saw it, but Sebastian Blanco right in the face of the LAFC bench after the game. The final whistle came from Alan Kelly. He stepped right in front of the bench and just gave him the ta-da, how you like us now thing. Right. No I mean, way. It, it, it did not. It did not sit well with, with the coaching staff and the yeah. players that were over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, I, I bet. I mean, and that's. The, I mean, this is what you. This is what you want. You know, these these more, less fabricated, more authentic rivalries um, that happen because of big games and and big moments and and frustrations and comp, competition boiling over. Um, I love it. I would love. I would love to see that. So they're out. Made it to the final eight. Ironically enough, that was where uh, the Galaxy bounced out Portland last year. Uh, it was more of a, a goal affair with a 3-2 final scoreline before LAFC lost to Houston in the semifinals down in Houston at BBVA Stadium uh, in penalty kicks. And now those two teams uh, will meet on Friday night down there in uh, humid and hot Houston. Yeah, as you said, the Dynamo, not so good on the road. But I'll tell you what, they are a really good home team. They are a very good home team. Um, and in that... I just think that based on, on LAFC's league form, based on a tough game Wednesday night, going into that environment, I think this game has has every uh, 
every chance to be a tie in my mind. Um, it, it's going to be a tough environment. You know how hot and humid it can get down there. So I'd say two to a tie. I never ever do this, but I'm gonna even go a step further, and I'm gonna oh. say it's gonna be a two-one win for the Dynamo. Ooh. Ooh. This might be my, this might be my first, first. one. I've done yeah. this might yeah. be my first one in almost 20 weeks, right? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, what are the Dynamo seven zero and three at home? So they're good at home, but this is this is what concerns me is that the LAFC played a first-team lineup in the Open Cup quarterfinal game. Right. Carlos Vela took a couple of heavy knocks, um, and now you go literally 48 hours later out to Houston to play against the Dynamo who we've said are good at home. It, it has the recipe of another Bob Bradley thinking big picture. Maybe, I, I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised if Bella doesn't even feature in the game. Right. So and I know nothing, I know nothing, yeah. No, but I just think he's, ta- he's been beat up by a lot of teams and when you think about going all the way through into the end of October and where you want to be, hopefully holding the supporter shield, top team in the West, top team in the league, with home field advantage throughout the course of the MLS playoffs, right? Don't you think with two days rest, this is the spot where maybe if you're a coach, don't you rest some of your big guns? Yeah, yeah. Well, if it, you what you don't want to do is risk them, uh, that's for sure. So if anyone has a knock, then you just stay home and recover, and we'll, we'll take the. Uh, We'll take the grit down to Houston and, and go try to fight for something. I'll tell you a storyline that is for, for listeners is going to be really good to watch. Is My guess would be that this would be Tyler Miller's first appearance back with the team. Uh, yeah. He'll, yeah. Step back, he'll step back in <laughs> as the number one. But remember, he didn't really even get any minutes with the U.S. men's national team over the course of a month being with them for Gold Cup duty. Pablo Cisniega, he it's had a couple been of airs, airs here and there, good, though, man. but – but in, it, the only thing where he's had some errors with his feet, but in terms of shots, I mean, he made three just massive saves last night. I mean, they were, they, Dan, they were grade A, point blank yeah. range. Larry Smabiala heading it from the top of the sixth off of a corner, and he was just, bam, bam, big reaction. Uh, agreed. Save. Agreed. Yeah, all you have to do is log on to MLSsoccer.com, and you can go see those saves. I mean, he he, he was quality, like, again, last night. And, and you know, he uh, what I love commands his area really well i mean if it, that ball has any float any backspin on a cross delivered into the area he is all over it and it's not just a punch right because this guy's six three six four right it's a it's it's in the gloves and sealed he's not spilling anything um so kind of i kind of just watch how tyler miller's body language goes and how he steps back in hey it's tyler miller is the number one for lafc he's gotten them to where they are for the most part at 43 points atop the league with the best record the best amount of points the most goals scored the best goal differential but yeah, I'd push back on that a little bit. I mean, I, 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 the one game I went to at LAFC stadium, I mean, the, the ball was just, it wasn't even in his half one entire half. Um, so you're, what you need to be able to do on a team like LAFC is just come up with one big save a game because you're just not going to be on the ball that much. Right. Uh, for it, you know, but uh, going to a place like Houston, you are going to get tested. So he's going to have, he's going to have some, some pressure on him for sure. Oh yeah. No, they got some weapons right up there in the attack. Uh, Manotas, uh, Kyoto, you know, Martinez. I mean, they got, they got some guys that can get forward and uh, I like the way that they can attack, especially what they do on their home field. Yeah. Yeah. No, they are, they are, they are dynamic and that field opens up and it's funny. I mean, the stadium, it's never full. It's not a great atmosphere and, <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's a strange one for sure, but that's a, it's a tough place to play. 
All right, before before we uh, start to wrap it up here, I do I do want to ask. I didn't even get into it. I mean, you, your trip out to the ATL, you, you got Archer and little Nevy out there. And, and, well, so my I, folks, I, 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 I know I know mom and pop. Were, I mean, they were over the moon to have them out there for a couple of days. And then on top of it, you get to hop on Big Fox and you get a, what a six goal game with alongside yeah, Pete Fox. Yeah, that was incredible. It was incredible. Um, so we went we went out there for the Fourth of July week. Steph had some work off, and we take the kids out to Peachtree City, which is golf course, golf cart course community. Like you drive your golf cart to the grocery store, to dinner, to restaurants, to the clubhouse, and that's it. Pool party at the clubhouse, and swing some sticks. We had a we had a great week. Kids got super spoiled, but it was, it was a lot of fun. And then what a I mean, what a game between Red Bull and, and Atlanta. And this is another one of those rivalries like uh, Portland and LAFC that have just happened organically. Uh, and largely in part because of previous playoff um, competition. And uh, New York was the better side in executing on their game plan, which is just to get up in, in Atlanta's face and disrupt them. Joseph Martinez with... Um, as clinical as they come. I mean, he just wasn't getting any sniffs, any opportunities. He got put down in the box for a penalty, and then he scores a very similar goal to Messi against uh, – you remember the Champions League final where Messi scored the, the fall fadeaway header over Edwin Vanderson? Yes, it looped into, looped into yeah. the far side. Net it was so it, similar, yes. so similar. Um, and then uh, Bradley Wright Phillips is starting to get fit. He comes in to tie the game back up at 3-3, which a tie was probably a fair result in the end because if, if New York Red Bulls had been better defensively, they would have gotten out of there with a the win, but they didn't have uh, Tim Parker or Aaron Long. So let me say let me let me say this. Uh, yes, I love those organic rivalries that are de- developing for Major League Soccer. Those are great for the league. Um, and as as you experience, I mean that is a even I think it is artificial turf, but it's still a great stadium and a great setup to go and watch an MLS game. I mean, it is it is a newer stadium. I think it's only three years old now. Uh, it's incredible, and all the all the food and beverage is like market rate. It's like three dollar beers. Right, right. No, oh, but you were working. Unfortunately, I was with I was with Costco <laughs> and the booth working hard. <laughs> Um, by the way, I, I should have added this. You mentioned golf course community, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, if, you've ever, if you've ever seen Dan Kennedy hit a golf ball, the kid, <laughs> the kid can the kid can pound it. It might be going directly right, 320 <laughs> yards, but 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 I tell you what, if you ever want to get um, two additions to your scramble team, just hit us up on hit us up on social yeah, media. Yeah. Dan brings the long game. We call, we call the ourselves short, the Ham and the, Special. I, yeah, that's right. I bring the short game, and we are happy to hop in on any Monday scrambles to come hang out and have some fun with you guys. Yeah. All right. I'm we'll, just putting it out there, DK. We'll get on the green. We'll get on the green on short par fours. That's right. That's right. That's right. We've done it before. Um, and so, what's on tap for this weekend? You said you're going to go to the the game on Friday night. Yeah, game on Friday. But no work, no work. Is no, you no work. It in with- yeah, yeah, no work this weekend. Uh, just taking it in. Go enjoy the game Friday night, family weekend. Um, we got it's it's beautiful here in Long Beach, so we're gonna we're gonna be at the beach and by the pool. Well, as we mentioned to open up things, uh, I'm here in the San Francisco airport and <laughs> head up to. Uh, to uh, Oregon. Hey, we need Oregon to do our Coast. extra pick. We need to do our extra pick. Oh, we, we do. We do need to do our extra pick. Um, okay, go I'm gonna let you go first then. Yeah, yeah. You you take take your your deep breath here, and it's actually a, a really tricky week. Um, but I'm gonna go with Minnesota over FC Dallas in Minnesota for a three-one win, um, which is an interesting pick. But I didn't like anything. 
Wow, you kind of put me on the spot then. Um, let me see here. Well, I do have DC United. Oh, by the way, by the way, I should mention this. Did you see the signing for uh, for New England? Gustavo yeah. Bowl from yeah. Cholos. I, that's, I think that is a great addition yeah. to Major League Soccer. We've we've actually called games of his before, and he yes, is we have, he, yes we have a, he is a beast. He is a beast. Uh, I, I, kudos to Bruce Arena and his, and his and his staff. I mean, I think that is a really big get for them. Right. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna be good. Okay. Well, hey, you know you know where I'm going on my wild card. Yeah, I'm let's going, hear it. I, I'm, I'm, it's all about fire. I'm going straight to the Chicago yeah. Fire, and I'm picking them. You're to trying to beat up FC on Cincinnati. I'm beating up on Cincy, man. It's not nice. Uh, let's call it three-one. Perfect. What'd you, what'd you say the score was of Minnesota and FC Dallas? Three-one. Yeah, three-one. All right, so we got a pair of three-ones for our wild card games. You got Minnesota. I got the Chicago Fire, and uh, and then we uh, we also put in our plays for. By the way, if you if you've been keeping track with us, I think you're making a little bit of money right now. So feel free to you know tip the dealers. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, since I'm since I'm I'm hosting for Rogo in a in a SFO airport, Rogues, you have uh, a fantastic band and dunes trip. Don't don't do anything uh, I, I wouldn't do. Um, let me let me let me just leave you with this. Let me just leave you with this. It's 16 guys from uh, mostly all from South Orange County. I'm worried. Four, I'm worried. Teams, four teams of four over the course of five rounds in three days, and um, it is just going to be majestic weather. It is going to be a lot of shit talking. And um, if you want to follow along on my Instagram story, yeah, at, the real Ro- at the real Rogo, of course, uh, the videos have already started popping up and uh, it's going to it's going to be a lot of fun. But I'm glad that we got to knock out a little bit of MLS talk. And of course, we'll get back to your regular scheduled programming coming up next week. Well, this is it. This is it, buddy. You have a safe trip from uh, Mark Rogan. Dino. this is Dan Kennedy. Believe Sports Podcast Network, L.A. Galaxy versus LAFC. We are out. Booyah! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.